Are you ready to take control of your life? Overcome the obstacles that have been holding you back. I'm Dr. D, and welcome to Quitting is Not an Option, a podcast that inspires and empowers you to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. I know what it feels like to be held back by past failures and setbacks as I myself lost a multi-million dollar business, home, investments, and marriage due to the bad acts of a CFO. But I rose from the ashes and recreated a new life and now I am an accomplished author, gifted speaker, consultant, and life coach. And each episode will cover tips and strategies to overcome adversity, overcome fear and feelings of failure. We also have experts and special guests who share their inspiring experiences to support you every step of the way. Together, we can help you find joy in your journey while positioning you towards success. Let's get started. Branding is the process of creating an identity for your brands and business using designs and messaging elements to set your business apart from your competition. Branding represents who and what your business is to assist with forming long-lasting customer relationships. Not only does it promote brand recognition by helping potential customers remember design elements and messaging elements when they see your marketing and advertising across various mediums, but it can also help you get more customers by creating better marketing strategies. Process of marketing your brand, whether that be for the purpose of building brand awareness, promoting products, or simply connecting with your intended audience for the purpose of establishing a relationship with them in their day-to-day lives. Branding is important. No brand launches into the world as a known entity. Largely, this means meeting your intended audience where they are at scale through a series of diverse promotional channels. The intent is to let your audience know what your brand is, what it offers, and what it represents. Effectively doing so means identifying the messaging that your brand wants to put out and positioning it in a way where finding your brand is a seamless experience for your customers. Almost like a big surprise. After all, a strong brand with customer value is important, but to grow your business, you usually need consumers to know about it with the hope of eventually establishing brand loyalty. Of course, exposure to a large potential audience is one of the key components when it comes to brand awareness. Your potential customers are always assessing their options. Companies that already have brand awareness with customers 
don't have to explain who they are and what makes them different. Essentially, they've already introduced themselves so they can focus on delivering more specific information that is relevant to a potential buyer's purchase decision. Now, there are different types of branding, and some of them include corporate branding. What is corporate branding, you say? This includes every aspect of the business, including products, services, employees, and more. And this plays a huge role in your business reputation. Corporate branding focuses on the business as a whole with emphasis on unique selling points with guidelines to cover the ways you'll communicate selling points with customers and the public. Then there's personal branding, which is how a single person brands themselves. Personal branding is best suited for self-employed individuals like freelancers, affiliate marketers, or influencers who must develop a personal brand identity. Then you have product branding, which is one of the most well-known forms of branding. Why? Because it's done for single product lines rather than the entire business. Retail branding. This is designed just for retail businesses. This will allow you to sell products from multiple manufacturers and other brands. Then there's geographic branding, which has focus on the customers in your area and the traits of a specific region as their selling point. And finally, there's service branding. This is a lot like product branding in that you're focusing on one aspect of the business rather than the business as a whole. Now, the aforementioned types of branding requires level of brand building. We have a special guest. This guest is a brand building expert, Mr. Pierre Walters. Pierre will answer all of our brand concerns and will leave us with expert advice to create our brand. So please sit back, relax, and get ready to take a deep dive into the success of brand building and its positive impact on your business. PFAM, welcome. Thank you for joining me today. And a special shout out to our relatives around the world who are joining us for the first time. We welcome you to the family. Again, PFAM, get prepared for brand success. Allow me to welcome Pierre and thank him for joining us today. Pierre, how are you? Good morning, Dr. D. I am I am doing very well. I am so excited to be on your show and to have this discussion with you. Thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Well, we are happy to have you and we are blessed to have you be, as one of the leading brand experts. We are waiting and excited to hear from you by telling us why and how you got involved in the brand building business. Please share your experience. Absolutely. <laughs> well, you know, um, I, I want to start by by just saying uh, that, you know, 
a, a brand is really a story. And it, it, what's so beautiful about that is we all have stories. And my story uh, definitely does not start in brand building. I My story starts with, uh, really with just wanting to, wanting to be an artist, wanting to be an actor and a filmmaker. And that was really where I, I first started to develop my love for storytelling. But over time, as I, as I started to work with a variety, I mean, just a really wide variety of clients, business owners, organizations, and telling their story through video, through uh, commercials, through infomercials and promotionals, some of these clients started to ask me about whether or not I could help them in other areas of their, uh, of their presentation. I might, I might've come in, uh, to help, uh, create a commercial. And then while I'm there, they would, excuse me, while I'm there, they would ask me, Hey, you know what? Why do you feel about our logo? Do you think our logo is in line with the story that we're trying to tell? the story that we're trying to tell through this commercial or through this video. And I, and I would give my two cents on that. And sometimes they would ask me, well, you know what, could you work with, with one of our designers to help us improve that? So we want everything to be in line. We want everything to tell a consistent story. And so I, I said, okay, well, sure, I, I can do that. And, 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 then, and then next thing I know, I have clients asking me, hey, you know what, could you help us with our website? <laughs> Our, we want our we want our website to tell the same story as as our video, as our commercial, as our logo. So I would help with that. And soon enough, I found myself helping clients in virtually every area of their uh, of their public facing uh, presentation. And knowing me, and knowing that you know, one of the things that's important to me is to figure out, hey, we well, you know what. If, 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 if people are asking me to, to help in these areas, maybe that means that there is demand. And so since there apparently is, seems to be budding demand, maybe I should turn this into a business pursuit. And from there, my, my creative agency, uh, was born and that creative agency had the singular focus of of wanting to help clients to tell compelling stories, uh, holistic stories that would uh, encourage their existing audience to engage and would inspire new audiences to engage. And that ended up being my life's work for, for about 10 to 12 years. And over that time, I, the, the amount of clients that my team and I were able to serve just, just sort of ballooned. And it got to a point where we said, you know what, we've got to, we've got to change our approach in order to be able to scale with the amount of clients that we're serving and the amount of clients that we want to serve. And when we identified that particular shift, we then decided to invest and launch into a larger platform a platform that would allow us to serve more clients and a platform that would allow more people to have better branding and to experience the benefits of quality storytelling in their own business. 
And so that's how I'm, that's how I'm here today, Dr. D. I'm, I'm here today because, uh, because we've got a great platform that serves so many wonderful visionaries and helps them to effectively uh, communicate what their story is to their existing audience, to new members, and to people that they really, that it's important to them to make a good impression on or for. So there you go. I hope that, hope that's, <laughs> you know, I want to, I want to really emphasize consistency, consistency, uh, because, you know, it, it seems to me that, that, uh, consistency is sort of the bedrock of whatever story we're, we're wanting to put out there is what allows people to say, you know what, this, this is something that is, that is reliable, or this particular brand is reliable. And this is something that I, I feel comfortable with. And sometimes, you know, uh, clients or not clients, but audience members might be exposed to your story, but it might not be the right time, but at least they know this is, this is, your story and perhaps at, at a different point in their life when they are uh, in a in a better place to resonate with that story they can remember that they say oh you know what yeah i remember i remember i remember dr d or i remember pierre and i remember what they stand for you know what I, that's important to me now and now i want to i want to reach out i want to engage and so what's really important when when we look at building a brand I want to say are three things, identity, community, and conversation. And figuring out how to be consistent with those three pillars is, uh, I think, the game changer in bringing success into any organization, uh, at least as it relates to an audience and with customers. So if you will, I I wouldn't mind going into, uh, into each of those pillars. Would that be okay? Excellent, Pierre. I think that is absolutely wonderful. Thank you for that. Now, in addition to selecting your target audience, creating your audience, and selecting a logo, how do you grow a brand from scratch? Absolutely. Well, you know, uh, one of the things I, I mentioned was the importance of identity, community, and conversation. And and actually, what what I want to what I want to just sort of clarify here is that a great brand is where those three pillars intersect. So again, that's identity, community, and conversation. And where where those three pillars intersect, if you imagine like a a, a Venn diagram, uh, where those three circles intersect, that's where the brand is. So identity is is all about understanding who you are understanding what your organization stands for. And this is typically exemplified in the mission and the vision of the organization and the, the creed, the, the way we interact with our customers, our look, our feel, all of that is our identity. Now, the community, on the other hand, that is that is really interesting to define because it's not just where we are geographically or who we are doing business with. Really, the community is the group of people that exist who need what you have to offer. And sometimes finding that community, uh, we, we can be surprised that those people might not be exactly who we thought they'd be. 
And so sometimes we have uh, business owners who believe that when they're sort of at the beginning stages of launching their business, they believe that they know who their customer is. But then oftentimes they become surprised as they recognize that those people maybe aren't actually responding how they thought they would respond, when in reality, it's actually a totally different group of people who are responding positively to their to their business and to their messaging and to their products. And so uh, how I'd like to define a community is, again, it is the group of people who need what you have to offer. That's the community. And then finally, conversation. Conversation is how we connect those pieces, how we bring that identity to that community and how we allow those two elements to speak to each other. That's conversation. And that has its own strategy. That that strategy could be in the marketing language. It could be in the tenor of the of the organization. So for example, uh, are we a funny organization? Is our marketing language humorous? Are we a serious organization? Are we are we a uh, uh, inspiring organization where where our conversation strategy is about inspiration? So figuring that out and coming up with the most effective way to bring our identity to the community of people who need what we have to offer, that strategy is what's so critical. And when we take those three elements together, that's how we that's how we define what a brand is. Uh, so I would say to answer your question, um, beyond a logo and beyond a website, I would say focus on clearly identifying and articulating the identity of your business, then clearly identifying the community that needs what you have to offer, and then developing a communication strategy that effectively takes your identity and delivers it to that community in the way that they can resonate with and take action. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And that's very powerful. Now, would those be considered principles of branding? Yes, that you could absolutely consider them as principles. I I like to call them pillars. I like to say those are the three pillars of branding, but but they are principles as well. Wonderful. This is great information, PFAM. I hope you're learning something. I certainly am. So, Pierre, tell us then, how does one grow their brand organically? Well, this is this is where a conversation strategy really, really comes into play, because when we think about organic, okay, and organic growth, we're talking about growth that is happening naturally. We're talking about uh, an audience responding naturally to the messaging that you're putting out there. So this would be different than per se. Uh, advertising, pay-per-click advertising. Um, there, there is a degree of organic growth that comes from that because obviously your community is responding to that advertising. But when we, but, but we're really talking about organic growth, we're talking about a community responding to your messaging, not just your advertising. And sometimes 
without any advertising at all, just messaging. And messaging would be how you present yourself on social media, the, the, the way that your website communicates your core values and what's important to you. So this would be messaging. And when your community sees that and is effectively inspired by that, then they're going to take the next step. And that next step almost always is to share with other people because you know, we're all, we're all, we're all humans. And, and one of the things about being a human is when you find something that really makes an impact on you, you quite naturally want to share it with those who are important to you. And when you do that, that's how things grow. Again, very, very powerful information. Um, Pierre, let's talk about uh, needing a brand, but lacking the funds to do so. How can one get started on building their brand with minimal funding? You know, I, I got to tell you, that is a great question. And, and, and I wonder if I, if I should even joke and say that that is the million dollar question. <laughs> the million dollar question. How can we grow our brand with minimal funds? And what what it what it really comes down to i think is authenticity being earnest now i'm going to give you an actual strategy but i want to start by just saying that we we have to remember that what people are resonating with is a sense of authenticity that that the organization that they are engaging with or that they're going to be championing is an organization that they really believe in and in order to really believe in that, they've got to be sold on the vision and they've got to feel that they are a part of that vision and they got to want to contribute to that vision in their own way. So if we can effectively articulate our identity and we've effectively identified who the people are that need what we have to offer, then we come into that conversation strategy. And when we have minimal funds, we have to be real specific and we have to be real intentional about how we go about engaging that within that conversation strategy. So the first thing that I always recommend is that we map it out. We create a plan and that plan is all about taking a step-by-step approach to getting the result that we want. And if that result that we want is a customer to come and purchase our product, then we've got to create a, a plan that will lead us to that result organically. And, I'm, and, and what I mean by that is figuring out what does that customer respond to? How can, we, how can we locate that customer? Where are they hanging out? Where are they engaging already? What can we say or do in those spaces that will spark their attention, that will that will uh, endear them to what it is that we have to offer. And then what can we do at minimal cost to offer them a deal that that they can't refuse or a deal that they're unlikely to refuse? Maybe that means a, a special discount. Maybe that means a special uh, limited promotion or a limited time offer. But figuring out 
how to, where they are, how to engage with them, and then how to remove the friction. That's kind of what we call uh, any kind of obstacle that stands in the way of someone saying yes to your product or service. We call that friction. So how can we remove that friction? And oftentimes the way that we can do that is through uh, discounts or promotions or offers that really just whet the appetite and get them in and solves their problem quickly. So so what I'm not going to say is uh, that we go out and spend minimal dollars on running Google ads or spend minimal dollars on creating low quality uh, um, videos or low quality uh, assets that 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 we're not sure if it's going to work in terms of uh, uh, helping someone in, uh, to, to recognize that we are the solution to their problem. Instead, one of the best approaches when you have minimal funds is to either be there in person, meet your customer in person, speak with them, offer free phone consultations, depending on what you have to offer, that may or may not make sense. But if you're offering a service, figuring out a way to to get in front of that customer at minimal friction, okay, which means usually being having a free consultation is the best way to to be able to present your authenticity, to present who you are, and to show them that you are what they're looking for. And this really is an entirely different concept than what people think about getting their brand out there. Or when they think about opening a business, the first thing they think about is I got to run ads. I got to do this. I got to do that. So this approach that you're providing for us is crucial. And it's it's just PFAM, you got to know this. You got to know the steps to take until you have appropriate funding to build your brand and do what needs to be done. But Pierre, this is typically what happened, you know, at least 10, 15 years ago, going back. You know, this is exactly what people did. They they placed ads. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the thing that we have to remember uh, especially when we're looking at just how easy it is for anybody to run ads these days. Not only how e- when I say easy, what I'm talking about is how affordable and how uh, u- ubiquitous ads can be in today's world. We have to think about what makes an ad effective. And oftentimes when we're just beginning, when we have minimal funds, we actually we o- we often don't have the core ingredients that would make an ad effective. So we and so what are those core ingredients? Well, number 1 would be a testimony. Would be happy existing customers. And so <laughs> what I typically say is you got to go out and you got to earn those initial customers. You got to earn them. And you, you, ads aren't going to be what gets those people. Those people because because if you're a new business, you don't have a track record yet, you got to go out and you got to be aggressive about. And when I say aggressive, I don't mean in a bad way, but I mean you got to be you got to be intentional about getting in front of the people that you want to get in front of, making phone calls, get, getting on free consultations, and giving them an offer that they can't refuse that they can choose you. 
You don't have to do that for everybody, but you got to do that with the initial people. You got to give them something to bite onto and something to latch onto because those people, when you outperform for them, they're going to be your brand ambassadors. They're going to provide the testimonies that social proof your organization. And when those testimonies come in, you can leverage those testimonies into effective ads. When you're running those ads, you are highlighting those testimonies. You're showing people at scale what you've done for your for your uh, for your the, the customers that love you the most, and that's what's going to convince more people to jump on board. So I say, save those marketing dollars until you've got a core group of testimonials that you can leverage. When you've got that, then be strategic about spending on great quality ads that leverage those testimonies so that more people can see about the great work you're doing and that that great work is being uh, described not by you, but by other customers just like them. And that'll help them feel so much more comfortable about engaging with you and about uh, about choosing your service over the competition. Would that also apply to making your brand popular? Could you use that same concept? You absolutely can. And, and I would say popularity is, well, that is a result of organic growth. Absolutely. And one of the, one of the uh, tools that you can use is quality public relations, quality PR. And so uh, oftentimes people can get uh, confused between what is marketing and what is PR. And and so I want to sort of provide some uh, clarity on that. Great marketing is all about persuasion. It's all about finding ways to persuade people, which is why I just said, a testimony is a great way to do that. Providing testimonies from other satisfied clients is an incredible way to persuade future clients to take action. But PR is not about persuasion. Public relations is not about persuasion. It's about information. It's about informing. And PR is one of the ways to gain popularity because when you put out PR messaging, and I'm talking about a press release or a story that's out in the news or circulating and in, in, on, on social media, that can gain traction because it can feel objective. It can feel like you're not bragging about yourself. Rather, there's an actual piece of news where your organization has done something positive for the community or has affected uh, something newsworthy that would be relevant to your prospective customer. Something like that can catch on like wildfire because people always want to know what the next uh, what, what the next best kept secret is. And if you can position yourself as that best kept secret, then uh, that can spread like wildfire. The key is that you're not trying to persuade. You don't want to tell people, "Hey, I'm your ne- I'm your best kept secret." No, 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 no. What you want is other customers to tell future customers that your service is their best kept secret. That's how you spread and that's how you get popular. Again, this is 
very powerful information, and we're excited to have you. Thank you for listening. I hope you found today's episode valuable and inspiring. Remember, you have the power to reinvent your past and revolutionize your future. If you want to continue on your journey towards emotional freedom and achieving your full potential, be sure to visit drdcarol.com. That's D-R-D-E-E-C-A-R-R-O-L-L.com for more resources and information. Again, thank you for listening. And until next time, remember that quitting is not an option.